Hello, and welcome to Enough Liquor, a podcast where we have deja vu for approximately 19 episodes we've discussed before as we discuss the greatest television show of all time, The Golden Girls. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. And today we're tackling the 69th and 70th episode in the series, Golden Moments, parts one and two. Woo, a two-parter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A two-parter of deja vu, as you said. Yeah, a two-parter with no new content, basically. <laughs> Essentially. Well, I feel like... Yeah, I think it's the funniest thing when I was reviewing these because our whole conceit of this podcast, a deep dive, scholarly analysis, and yet if you took the new parts of both of these episodes, it's probably like less than eight minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. And I I was trying to even watch these with like an eye towards what did we leave out in our enough flickers, and I did come up with one thing, but yeah, like... The whole point of our podcast is that we're not supposed to leave stuff out, which we do sometimes. Obviously, we make mistakes. We completely left out Danny Thomas founding St. Jude's, which is the thing that I noted in this. Um, Big thing that he did. Really, really great thing that he did. (laughs) Children's Hospital. Um, Wow. Yeah. But yeah, to your point, like, we're supposed to be going over these episodes in detail. And so I was like, what are we even going to do about this one? But I do think it's fun to revisit and... um, You know, I think we can also just talk about, like, what is the deal with the clip shows? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And this is, like, so this is the first official clip show, meaning the lazy writers or network technique where they're just like, (laughs) let's make it as cheap as possible. And, like, let's go back and do these things. And I, you know, as opposed to the three episodes we've seen where they're, like, I would call them more like vignettes. Yeah. Where it's, like, framed around bedtime story and then we have those <laughs> stories are like the cake or the money and all that kind of stuff those are like the fake flashbacks right you know and even the way we met really yeah um but but yeah so i did i don't know if you did some readings on clip shows i was trying to find something more basic than like a network was just sort of got cocky yeah <laughs> and it was like padding out a season especially because so apparently like the usual thing was like around 100 episodes was when, like, you were probably mm. going to get syndicated. Yeah. So this, you know, we've got 69, 70. I mean, you know, we're, we're up there. We're and close. it's like, they are they know. That yeah. They're, <laughs> you know, they've been a hit. So looks it like kind of makes sense. Um, <laughs> looks like we're a hit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you knew. Um, but the, I think what's interesting is, like, they're all, they were also called cheaters for right. exactly that. A doy. Yeah, like it exactly. So I thought... Um, it is interesting that they use, because some shows just like fucking push play and like yeah. walk away. It was like a clip show, but this, they actually have a framing they do. similar to the other episodes. They do. I also was reading that it was like often, like obviously a scheduling thing if your actors need it. You know, it's, it takes much, it's like a quicker thing to just shoot them in the kitchen. You could do that on top of like another day. That's true. And then also sometimes networks would air them when like another network had the Super Bowl or something, something to really like clue in the super fans but also you know you're not going to draw anyone else because yeah, you know all the okay. America's like over here like almost not to waste right uh, so like not do a new and like it and that was like one technique and then other techniques would be like a very special episode you mm. know so it's not to say that they would always do it but but yeah and this is interesting because um there are three in this season of like you were saying the vignette yeah. type of shows which I know they are different but it feels very similar as a viewer and it's I was true. like Sort of contradictory to that, though, I was thinking about, in this time, you know, reruns were prob- were not happening, unless, like, you know, maybe the summer, or, like, some random times there'd be a rerun. And there's no YouTube, so you can't find the scene that you love. Yes. So this was your one chance to be like, oh, hope it's in there or something. Totally. So maybe that created some draw that, like, is unfamiliar to us. Because I-, I do remember, like, 
during the Lifetime era of watching the Golden Girls, I would really, like, hope, you know, my favorites were going to come on. Absolutely. But yeah, because TV Guide just said the Golden Girls. Right. It didn't you say knew. what it was. Exactly. It was a gamble every time. <laughs> um, but I feel like most of my life, I could find scenes on YouTube. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't yeah. quite have the same experience, but I could see why somebody would be inclined to tune in to this, yeah. even though you knew. Exactly. But it's also, like you said, it's like tuning into super fans and being like, you know, re- let's relive all the fun moments right. that we've experienced together over right. the past <laughs> two and a half years or whatever yeah, it is. It's not that long to so, be like reminiscing. <laughs> I know, but it's it's kind of funny because we actually are kind of deep in. I mean, yeah, we're, you know, we're true. like very, we're over the, the um, well, close to the 75 mark. So yeah. it's really interesting. But yeah, I thought... Um, there's there's all sorts of you know comments like online like we were talking about of you were saying like if there's competition from another network for something airing or just actor schedules there's also aside from a clip show specifically I also discovered a really interesting term called the bottle episode mm. which basically it's kind of like a clip show where you're like, let's do this as cheaply as possible. To your point of like one set, like they're in the kitchen. We're not changing clothes. We're not yeah. changing outfits, like all that kind of stuff. Little special effects, like try to even sometimes not even use regular cast members, like uh, hello, empty nest. Right. But um, I mean that, you know, that one had extra production. Yeah. It wasn't a bottle episode. <laughs> but I also, I was like, what the fuck does bottle episode means? Like, like you're a drunk writing it or something? But it actually was, it's like, Pulling an episode out of a bottle like a genie. Interesting. <laughs> I was like, that's tenuous. At yeah, best. <laughs> there's so much as the public that we don't understand. <laughs> exactly. But also, just from a scholarly perspective, um, a, a scholar named Paul Grange edited this collection called Ephemeral Media Transitory Screen Culture from Television to YouTube. And he kind of touches, you know, there's a chapter in there that he touches on these clip shows and sort of reuse and that exact thing you were talking about of like certain eras, like you couldn't find a show again. Right. And even, even now, I mean, there's, there's internet forums of all sorts of obscure shows being like, how come I can't find any clips of whatever it is, or this never went, made it to DVD and things yeah. like that, that are sort of like lost. Yeah. So, um, so this really is cool that at this time <laughs> in the eighties, you're actually getting, like you said, to like be like, ooh, maybe maybe they'll show the Danny Thomas scene. Yeah, I yeah, need to pay true. credit to him for founding St. Jude's. I hadn't thought of that, but I do, I feel like even now, like there are shows from, I feel like the 90s-ish that I love, where I know there's a scene that I like want to find, yeah. and it's not on YouTube. And sometimes like, how did nobody, who who's supposed, to, who's in charge of YouTube? Like, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I feel like that totally makes sense. Like, exactly. You want to see these scenes. Um, we do get some new, I don't even know that I would like, new content, I guess. You know, like we <laughs> yeah. learned a little bit more about Phil. Yeah, um, I'd love to talk about him too. I want to I mean, talk about Phil, and I also want to talk about this phenomenon of Italian mothers babying their sons while like completely mm. leaving their daughters like you know like trusting their daughters to function on their own it's like a isn't it patriarchy it's like yeah well it's like the bambina patriarchy it's like <laughs> you know like he I do feel like there's this like it's like a cultural thing of just like boys being treated like boys very far into being men whereas like with you know Dorothy and Gloria, I guess a little bit, but with, certainly with Dorothy, it's like, okay, well, you got pregnant, so you're an adult now. Like, that's it. You know? And, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I was like, wow, that's, like, an interesting cultural phenomenon that I do feel is very real. Right. But even even outside of this sort of Italian framing and stereotype, because I also think that that is, like, the Jewish mother yeah, and son yeah, stereotype, too, 
Very even true. outside of that, from like a culture standpoint, I think the idea, again, just going back to our shitty patriarchal society of like, oh, the man lost his wife immediately. Right. Another woman has to step up to help him because he can't do it. Right, he can't take care of it. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, are you, what? Yeah. Anyway, it's like that, that to me was like even the greater message, but I love how you took it into like the actual Italian yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean, it makes, I mean, you know, a little bit in Sophia's defense, she does claim that she came to live with Dorothy, like, while she was going through this thing, she, which she, she did Dorothy but, literally is like, no. Yeah. But you know, like, I'm sure she was concerned. I do think she serves as a very, like, good mother to Dorothy in a lot of ways. But I just think, like, yeah, to your point of, like, well, he definitely can't handle this. Because, yeah. like, he's a man. And, like, you know. Yeah, it's like, father. it's like, oh, the father's babysitting today. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Good for him. Yeah. Wow. What a, what a great guy. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, because he's got he's got two kids yeah. at home who can't cross state lines for their parole violation. <laughs> right. I also love that it's like, oh, Phil had this going on with his family even before the split, but like it wasn't an emergency then to take right. care of your grandchildren who he clearly was not fathering very well. No, he's got six kids. And you know By what the else? way, he's supposed to have ten kids. Oh right. Okay, yes. Yeah. Where the maybe the other two are four this is, or four and This like... is the fa- the famous, you know, family uh, family lineage question marks yeah. of, of everything, you know. How many kids does Blanche have? Um But yeah. There's also a lot of which I feel like maybe this is the first one that's come up so far, but I do think I noted that um Sophia says something about squirrel gumbo. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of allusions to Phil, like, first of all, Angela being called Big Sally, having six to ten kids. Yeah, the fact she's a welder. Right, she's a (laughs) welder. I forgot about that. I mean, yeah. There's so many allusions to Phil being, like, kind of like a hillbilly, sort of, you know? And, like, the welder thing also is interesting because I also always put that in, like, the queer bucket as well of, of, like, a masculine job, you know? Totally. but, which yeah. goes also goes back to like the whole Phil conversation, which interestingly is never touched on here. This might be one of the only times Phil is mentioned without reference to his cross-dressing. Is that accurate? Interesting. He, um, or does she say something? Is there something about the Gladiator movies? Is that... But that's a flashback. That's a flashback, right. Right. That's not in this actual new framing. Right. Which is interesting. I mean, I don't... I'm not sure what the... Like, if there's some sort of, like, psychological thing there, because maybe if he... I feel like it maybe would have been too much to have him be both a cross-dresser and also sort of, like, a bumbling father figure. Like, at the time, like, maybe they're just, like, too in conflict with each other. But he's, like, a recurring character. You know what I mean? So that's really interesting. And I guess they just couldn't really form a joke about it where then Sophia is, like, willingly going to him. Which is also like, let's unpack that yeah. <laughs> right yeah. there. But I gotta save him, but in my version of me saving him, he can't be crossed. Right. Will not be wearing a teddy. Anymore. Yes, exactly. But yes, like going back to the 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 sort of like <laughs> his background, so to speak. It's just really it's really interesting to like the whole queering of Phil mm-hmm. and Angela, and like that whole relationship is like not like the typical norm yeah. <laughs> that at least is presented in this show. But then also, additionally, there's so many cracks about, like, you know, BBs and, yeah. you know, like, beer cans and, and just, and yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's so just weird. like, what happened? Yeah. What's what's going on there? For somebody we never see, I mean, <laughs> he's got such a 
interesting like character arc <laughs> absolutely absolutely so and fan fans of our podcast podcast will also understand that we are big fans of thomas j west's scholarship so definitely um he's got some a lot of interesting thoughts on phil uh petrillo so yeah. uh look it up which is awesome but um but yeah, all right. So let's start. Let's let's talk about the actual framing of this beyond Phil. Uh, you know, we <laughs> seafood medley. <laughs> also, the conceit of just Blanche, like, don't you remember? Right. Yeah. And then like, it's like <laughs> it's like we might as well have had a harpsichord like play yeah. it off into the back. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm just thinking of like trying to, you know, like f- picture myself watching this for the first time. It's like, would you? I guess if you saw the commercials, you would know it was flashing yeah. back to your fun stuff. But sometimes you'd be like, oh, it's just another one where we get new... Oh, I've seen this before. Yeah. You might expect... Because I also feel like sometimes they'll shows will, like, mix it up. Like, there will yeah. be a couple old ones, but there will also be some new ones, which is, like, a way to entice you. And there is some fun... I mean, you know, anytime they're talking, it's funny. So, like, there is some funny content that is new yeah. in this one. It is brief but I don't know I think you could easily get at the time especially of this airing I feel like you could easily get hooked into this and be like wow I can't wait but the other thing about this which is a reason that I think it would be kind of like a fun event is it they both aired on the same night so it's like you know a block which I do recall being just like it's so silly, but like when your favorite half an hour sitcom was going to be an hour, you were like, "Ooh, like, oh yeah!" Like, <laughs> Did you make that noise? Too? Yeah, definitely. Ooh, somebody get a pizza. Like, <laughs> so I think that's fun. You know, I feel yeah. like for for viewers at the time, that was probably made it more of an event. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. But yeah, it's and they pick honestly, and we can get into this too. I think they do pick really good scenes like yeah. I love that they start off one of my favorite ones of them in bed you know <laughs> fine I'll wipe it off tomorrow I'll be in a wheelchair <laughs> it makes me laugh out loud every so single funny. time it's incredible but uh also when they go to the the heat went out scene mm-hmm. when they're in bed that's almost like la- another layer right because that's from the vignette show right bedtime story how so it's lazy actually... can we get <laughs> like Just... let's take the clip from the clip you yeah. know it's kind of funny um but yeah, it's, I, I thought they did, you know, they do a very good job of frame, like not only just framing the whole show of like, Sophia's moving out and we have to reminisce, but yeah. like we fought and when we sleep in bed together and the visitors and like the fun and the sex and like, you know, they do a good job yeah. of just like going through the thematic elements of the show, which yeah. is pretty fun. I agree. I also love that they include Sophia's like arrival. Like, yes. hi there. I think yes. it's so good. And honestly, Rewatching it this time, I was like, wow, what a what a force when she gets there. Because she's so funny in yes. every single part. And even like when she's like, I hope he's taking you to a cold climate. Like that's at the end of a really, really funny exchange, but it's still so good and like so obvious to say that. Like, what is she wearing? But I uh I love it. Exactly. So much. I think that's such a good choice. And it's oh, writers. I know. And we we talked about that in the beginning too, of like it's beep, 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 and then Blanche already leaves and then the man is disgusted when Dorothy throws her hands up I'd love that entire exchange and they actually clip it because it's like there's too much funny but it's a good move I think to include yes absolutely and I think yeah especially as the reminder effect but Mm -hmm. 
it also makes it very clear um, from like certain episodes, as we talked about, uh, the, you know, the director that failed. Yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. Not Mr. Terry Hughes, but um, <laughs> of how how different like certain shots are. Yeah. And it's, you know, because it's not like the vignette shows where they've filmed them fresh and right. it's like a flashback that's not a flashback. So it's really interesting to be like, oh my God, Sophia yeah. looks really stark. Or, you know, in part two where they're sitting around at the um, table talking about like orgasms yeah. and things. And you're just like, what's going on with Blanche's makeup? Yeah. And what is happening? It's just, it's really, um, you know, it's like putting them in a different time zone. Yeah. And you have to be really confident, I think, which they, I'm sure they were at this point in your audience and in your content to be willing to be like, oh, remember how bad we were? Yeah. Like, you know, yes. and you re-air that. So. You're actually right. Because it's, again, we talk about this all the time of like us consuming the show now in a binge watch format. You easily can pick out right. differences in makeup and style and lighting and camera angles and stuff but to force it into a show that you're doing in present day is something else too yeah so it's a really good point of just like yeah whatever it's yeah, all fucking we good, are, yeah, good. <laughs> um another thing i wanted to bring up is in that scene when they're all sharing the bed um i think this was before gina's piece had come out on enough wicker about the conditions in sicily but yes. sophia says that thing about like sharing a bed in Sicily and like being engaged to her brother for a short period of time mm -hmm. and it just reminded me to once again like re-up Gina's piece because <laughs> Sicily was a real bad place. <laughs> I mean literally it's <laughs> like every single time something about I'm so happy Gina wrote that article because every single time something about Sicily comes up and you immediately just laugh because you're like so ridiculous yeah. and then you're like Ugh. but it was true <laughs> and it's oh god yeah it's <laughs> It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Um, I do enjoy the pitch for how many people they were dating. Where mm -hmm. she's like, need I remind you, the three of you, of the Yutz parade, parade that's been through this house? It's pretty excellent. It's yeah. good framing. So yeah, I do that. They, they actually have really punchy writing, particularly in part two, I think. Yeah, uh, Of like the framing of the episodes and everything. But it's, uh, it's really great. And again... At the end of part one, she's just sort of like, whatever's happening. Like, yeah. it's, just very, <laughs> it's just really, it plays to her strengths well. And um, of just being that sort of uh, the high there, like yeah, the dis yeah. dismissive kind of character is just like, I made up my mind. What do you want me to say? Yeah. We're not going to get all mushy right, right now. Right, exactly. You, know? you need the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I think that to your point, like when the second one starts and there's the whole exchange about the gray hair. Yeah. Like, I think that that's really funny. And it's kind of like a more, it's a little bit more subtle than I feel like a lot of the jokes on the show. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it is, it does work. And I think it's a good, like, in, like, reintroduction to the scene. And then, of course, Rose comes in as, like, the hero who went to the bakery at, like, an un, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's, like, 3 a.m. I guess bakeries <laughs> do open very early. Um, but I, I love that exchange. I do, too. And I think it's really, like, nice. It's yeah. not as... I, I feel it's, I'm finding it difficult to phrase this in a way that doesn't make it seem negative, but it's not as like funny as they usually are, but yeah. it makes sense because they're all stressed out about this thing. So I, I, I really think, like it. I think the, it's, it's just a different type of humor yeah. on our, another plug for yeah. com. <laughs> all the different types of humor in the Golden Girls, right. but, but you're right. It, there's something about it that it, the joke is it's longer because yeah. it's stretched out in multiple parts. Like first the part is like. You know, it's like, I found two gray hairs. And then it's like, oh, you're old. And yeah. she's like, no, no, in the cake. Right. And then totally separately, in a very oddly structured but very quick callback, <laughs> 
because it's a callback joke, but it plugs into the other one because Rose isn't, she isn't in the room. Yeah. And she's like, they fired that gray hair baker. Yeah. And it's like, it's really great. It refuses to wear a net, which is like, it's another beat, but it's differently structured because it's like stretched out. Yeah. But I, I like your point of like, they also are, are stressed a bit. So it kind of comes out in this more subtle way. It's yeah. not, it's not very punchy. They're almost like, they're actually not, I, also what might be different about it is that a lot of the jokes in the series are kind of at each other's expense. Right. And this is about this like third party, somebody that they're like referencing outside of it. Yeah. And I mean, they're still, they're still making fun of this gray haired baker, but you know, shame, shame on him or her who didn't refuse to wear a net. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's, uh, it is a different joke, but I thought it was really funny. Like I wrote it out in my notes, like in totality. Yeah. Because I thought it was really great and I forgot about it. And it leads into Dorothy being like, oh, how many problems, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. Rose is like. 147. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How many? Like that also I feel like is a good, because that is I think what we're more used to seeing. Like a, yes. you know, just like a snapping. But yeah, it just right. feels like, like they're all like such, you know, like when you're going through something and you're all kind of going through it, you're still yourself. So you're still inclined to like make right. jokes and stuff. But it's like, there's an air of like, we really need to figure this out. Totally. Also, before that happens, Dorothy says she spent two hours trying to convince Sophia, which mm. makes it, the ending all the more ridiculous. Yeah. But it's hilarious. It's like, I'm off screen, two hours? Oh my gosh. And one more word on that cheesecake bit. It's funny because they say baker, and then I was like, oh, are they getting these cheesecakes from a bakery? I guess, I guess. Yeah, I know. I was like, I guess so. And then I was like, oh, well, I guess you can mean the baker at the supermarket right. where I always assumed they would get their cheesecake yeah. because come on now. But anyway, maybe, I don't know. I mean, only the one time they went to get it while it's hot. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, yeah. I always pictured them going to like sort of like a cheesecake factory type of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. cause it's always like chocolate cheesecake, but she does bring it home from the grocery store. Yeah, to exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Very suspicious. <laughs> I know. I know. It's great. But yeah, I mean, I, I love the, the sex, you know, the, the sex framing of, you know, most of them have been about sex. Yeah. It says so enthusiastically. It's really great. But, and the clips, the clips are wonderful. I think it's really good. But the, you know, and especially of them arguing and then coming back together with the whole hilarious herring story. Yeah. And I, I, I forgot how hard the audience laughs at that story. Like yeah. the, the studio audience is crying laughing, mm -hmm. which is really great. It must make you feel real good as the actresses. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be that kind of a scene. But I also love the, uh, you know, like the line that I kind of like missed the first million times around where Dorothy's like, it might take time, but I think it could be worth it. You know, oh, yeah. then, which is kind of like a nice, I think I, it's not that I missed it necessarily, but it hits differently when they are specifically flashing back to that scene to make a point about how, like, they've come together and it, I think it'd be worth it. Like, it's almost like they're winking at the yeah. audience of, like, the golden moments. Yeah. We're all here together. And it's it's kind of cute, actually. Yeah, and the, the, like, the clips that they choose, both in both parts, are so good. Um... Stable Mabel is, like, one of my favorite lines. Of, it is, but I was going to say that's the one I didn't want them to include. I, they don't need to include it because that episode is kind of a dud, yeah. but, like, I think that's very funny. I also think burn down the house is maybe the thing that I say, <laughs> like, most frequently out of context, which I feel like I do a lot, but, you know, whenever there's, like, a, a bug or something, like, burn yeah. down the house. <laughs> yeah. So good. I do think, like, 
they pack a lot in, which I think we, like, you know, there's so many different pulls yes. here, and it's like, all right, like, we know, you know, we know the show is funny, but I guess, <laughs> like, there's a lot of moments they have to, like, they have to fill the time. It's yeah. interesting what they allow as a clip, I guess, is, like, where I'm kind of, like, going. What, what do you mean allow, though? Or, or I guess, like, what they decide lengthwise yeah. is long enough to put in, because there's there's so many funny, like, exchanges that are brief you know like that are just like truly like two lines that are funny enough I think to be featured in a callback like this but right. are too short maybe to like fit in I love that you said that because I went through I went through an exercise of like you know what did I like what did, what would I have included that type of thing but I had the same trouble because I feel like there's you have to include scenes in this whole thing not to mention the fact that they frame it up being like we talk about sex right so yeah, here are yeah, the sex yeah. scenes you know that kind of thing but then to your point there are shorter ones that are exchanges and then even shorter is just like a good line yeah like stable mabel right but, right because i would just have stable mabel that's what i would have put <laughs> yes. in my clip show but like you can't really do that without so i guess like that's what i'm saying is like i do also think there's some challenges there in figuring out like right. what's the right length for a clip in this type of show. Yeah. So. And in so in this exercise of like figuring out what I would have included, I honestly I think my probably my biggest like of of favorite scenes, of favorite exchanges and of favorite lines, I think I have favorite exchanges more. Like yeah. quantity. Me too. Quantity wise, you know. Um and not that I don't think whole scenes, I mean there are a million like amazing whole scenes, but I also think like thinking about for a clip show like this it's it's hard because yeah. you have to you have to have like a beginning and an end and it sort of has to make sense on its own yeah. because you also have to provide the context, context for people who've never right exactly and exactly. that is the other thing is like if you had missed some of these episodes presumably some of the people watching this is the first time they're seeing them and so you do need to provide context that normally you wouldn't have to as we don't you know summarize episodes like we <laughs> yeah. we're assuming that you know yes exactly <laughs> so all right so but like let's let's do. You know, a little fun game here of talking about um, what like scenes we would have included. I'm, I, it's not that I'm, I don't think that that they chose poorly. No, I agree. But I do think it's really interesting. Like outside of the framing of like dating or cheesecake or sleeping together, whatever. I mean, although a lot of the scenes I feel like I have in my mind like fall under those categories. Yeah. Like, what else would you put in a? Hey, at this point so far. Of the episodes we've talked about, like, what are some funny scenes that they didn't include here? That's, I, so I also compiled a little bit of a list, um, but I similarly struggled with, like, I really, the, I like Lucy, I love Lucy <laughs> bit is, like, so funny to me. Yes, you're right. But I think you would have to do some splicing, which you could do, of, like, the first time they're doing it, and then when they're actually watching and Dorothy comes back and is, like, That's you the know, trouble I had. But I was, like, if I were a TV <laughs> presumably I could do that. So I would definitely include that for so, sure. But yeah, but I, that's why I'm like, in this game, do we yeah. allow it? Because to me, it's I like there's... I'm a television editor. <laughs> okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> you, it is But allowed. it is hard because it's like, because I also was like, okay, we should, I would want to do a St. Olaf like hit list as well. But that's also hard because sometimes it's just like a couple lines that are funny. And then sometimes these stories are like so, you know, like I love Jaws and Jaws 2, Psycho and Psycho 2 from the episode with Sven. Um, and I was also thinking if this were a clip show, I was trying to avoid the most recent episodes because yeah. I also feel like they're really good, which is also difficult. Yes. Like, no, I know. We've talked about what a block this is. Absolutely. And so 
I tried to go back like at least four or five episodes, but yeah, I don't. I don't think you can do the last couple of weeks, which makes total sense. Not only for a preparation standpoint, right. but but it's funny because I didn't. I tried to pick like whole scenes and not the splice, only because I feel like I mean that's basically like what you know the internet's for yeah. now, right? That's that's Courtney Antolini's like Stay Golden right. YouTube channel, right? Yeah, like, just like the best singers and right. all like the different pieces that go together, because like those to me are then exchanges, right? That, they become yeah, exchanges, that's fair. So. But what what else you got? What else? So you got? I have. I feel you know what I feel like I broke the rules, but I <laughs> there's another. I was trying to also think of lines that are or like scenes that are not as um not, not as celebrated, but you know just not as like recallable. Yeah, yeah. And I love when I don't even particularly care about the pepperoni swimming upstream story, <laughs> but I like the beginning of that one. Rose is like, I have a problem, and Sophia has the milk of magnesia bottle, and she's yeah. like, I think the gardener's been sneaking a few sips. That's also one of my favorites. But she's ever. like, I'll draw another line. <laughs> yeah, like I want that included. I, I love funny. it. I love it. And then I, I think you could get away with the rest of it too, as like for more oh, contextual yeah. stuff. I also but. love that you're like, well, I broke the rules. I like we literally are just discussing this now, <laughs> making up rules. It's all good. <laughs> but it only it only just came to mind because of thinking of how this format of a clip show is so 1980s and 90s, whereas. A clip show of the format of like zinger, 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 right. zinger, 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 like of like seventeen different things all in one is so our era yeah. format. Like it's I said, like, like the YouTube channel. Man. Yes, exactly. Like that. Yeah. And that so that it's just really interesting to see the actual challenge of like picking a full scene. Yeah. From something. So like it was you're it, right, there are still so many to choose from. And the other one that I I struggled with what I would choose is I felt very strongly that Big Daddy needed to be included. <laughs> yes. But like that is a real Sophie's choice. I don't know which first of all, I don't even know which episode I would pull from. Mm. And I don't even know like which the they're all so good. Like right, anytime he's there. Though? I was thinking like maybe when he gets there and Sophia's like get off the bootsies back and then yeah, yeah, he says yeah. the Italian woman thing <laughs> um but then there's also the thrice of them you know like I, I really don't that's know that's true I honestly for like a, a big daddy episode I would probably pick um I mean clearly we, we already saw that episode in, yeah you know yeah. so but like I would pick the actual scene at the cowboy bar yeah <laughs> I mean, give us a break would you make? that's so good <laughs> but again that's like that doesn't have Big Daddy. No, in it's it, more right? of a Dorothy yeah, moment. Exactly. I think. What do you have? I have like, um, I honestly, I can't really think of the full framing of it, but like the whole bonged Elliot bonged. Oh, <laughs> from, from, from oh, yeah, from the triangle, so which is great. Um, the whole scene of the bowling alley, or at least part of it, yeah, in the competition. I felt the competition. Should That's be like, I mean, come on, there are Funko Pops that are the bowling. Ones, yeah, you know, it's kind of amazing. So. Um, can you hear the thunder? I don't know. <laughs> There's a hurricane coming. <laughs> I also thought, and again, these aren't necessarily ones that would go into a golden moments, but just thinking of like scenes that were disparate or discreet rather. Mm -hmm. um, the whole scene in Ed's apartment and nice and easy. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> just where he's like, I was talking to Rose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Noogie, also known as the Noog Man. Um, 
the we did see of course the actor scene for the tryouts but i actually think my favorite scene in that one is the contact lens scene oh he's so good oh my god but they're all so great because it's all them like playing and building on top of each other in the same you know uh their house which is great also just for fun like the tap dancing scene from the operation yeah excellent yeah Um, I have a long list. Yeah, so. please. Um, Big Bang, Not All Talk from Adult Education. That Ugh. one is the best. Bim, bam, <laughs> I cannot bail that again. It's so I mean, good. It's so great. Um, basically anything with uh, Lou, you know, yeah, in Second Motherhood, course, like Lou. the whole toilet scene, sitting on the toilet when she brings Richard <laughs> in. Oh my God. I mean, we can do without Richard and his oh, Orient speak. Oh, but it is so good when Blanche, like, closes the They're not home right now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Like, Sorry, my roommates aren't home. <laughs> Uh, I actually like ladies of the evening, like the scene at the bar, scene, scene in at jail, the, bar, the butter queen. Yes. Like there's a lot from that. I also, yeah, I, I felt like that should be included. I also was like, where's Stan? No oh, Stan. I know. Who's the leader of the Yutz Parade? I, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're going to mention Yutz Parade. Like, come on, you know. <laughs> Um, either the drop dead courtroom scene or Pfeiffer in It's a Miserable Life. I mean, it's just, oh, I'm sorry. The Cosby show. Yeah. It's just like. God, no, not Thursday. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Like even in like Family Affair, like in the bedroom scene when they're just like, you know, like so appalled that they're sleeping together. The office scene in Joust Between Friends, which is like my absolute favorite of like when they're like, it's 9.15 in the morning. I do not want pizza. (laughs) When they they basically are fighting, they make up and then they're fighting again within the span of three minutes. And it's amazing. Um, To Catch a Neighbor, like I'm crazy nuts about this guy. Uh, Anything with Daisy? Like where's Daisy? Where's Daisy? Man, you know? But again, I don't know if like you know, from our perspective, our vantage point, like these are super key, like super famous episodes, right. but like some of them might not have been like quite as showstoppery as they now are in hindsight. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely think Which that's... is really interesting, but, and you know, and I don't even think this is necessarily like a famous worthy one, but like, as we referenced before the artist with <laughs> I shall eat that stitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite ones. And it's funny because a lot of those, these scenes that I like thought of in my mind, which was such a fun game yeah, too, of just being like, what would you pick? Um, it's there. There are so many that do fall into the categories that they talk about, like yeah. sex or, like you said, yuts, like you know, paisans. Like yeah. where, where's Stan? You know. Um. But and and of course, like the parade of endless people, which they do in later clip yeah. shows of like who has been staying with them and that kind of thing. But um, there are a lot, and that's those are just the scene. What I what I think are scenes. Yeah. And that doesn't even begin to touch exchanges or lines, right. which is wild. And it's also only scenes up to this. Part I because I honestly also the other thing I kept running into is um I love the scene so much when they're talking about the moist tea and it's like you know Jerry and his, his mom and what like, I can't be uncomfortable too <laughs> yeah fruit juices finally some action you know like I mean honestly that scene is one of my favorites or like ever. cupcakes are moist and delicious right, like exactly. that's way That's down the so line, good right? yeah Dorothy a lesbian like you know there's so many <laughs> and and like it also. It, it is, you know, just to, like, come back to this point, like, there are so many exchanges that feel like they are worthy enough of a spot in a clip show, even though they're 10 seconds, yes. you know? And, like, what a thing, you know, to, like, not even be able to, like... To choose. Yeah. It's an embarrassment of riches. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, it's... I'm actually surprised at how delighted I was by this episode, even though it was essentially, like, this, like, meta 
we rewatch the show, but we're rewatching the show inside of rewatching the show yeah. kind of situation. And I was like, this was actually great. I agree. I know. I was a little bit like apprehensive. I was like, we, we just watched these. <laughs> we like, just whatever. talked about them. But also, I really liked our game of trying to figure out scenes. Yes. It was fun to like revisit. Yeah. And also, um, again, just thinking about the framing of like yeah. what, just from a writer's perspective, what makes a scene versus, you know, an exchange or a line. So yeah. it's great. For but sure. yeah. But I mean, <laughs> things literally wrap up. I'm staying because, tonight. <laughs> because I, Big Sally literally said, I can't do better than Phil. Yeah. That, that was what it was. She can. We've seen her. I mean, yeah, she's, she's got it. She's got it going on. I don't know what they, what they are dealing with here, but, um, but yeah, things are terrific around here. Yeah, things are terrific around here. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute. It, it is. Pretty, I like it. It's pretty nice. It you know, is. I think it works really for, work, works well for what they're trying to do. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah. Well, that was great. Yeah. Double episode. Yeah. All right. Well, you think that's it? Yeah. All right. Well, join us next time. We're going to discuss The Chain or the Pearls, Steve Gutenberg, and What the Crow Said. (laughs) Bye.